Welcome back to part two of our Sleeping Pill Throwback episode. Tonight, we are bringing you snippets of our previous nights as we transition to another year of even more restful and relaxing Sleeping Pill with Inca. Join us to listening to snippets of Night 75. I'm sure you missed being able to go outside and explore new places and experience new things with friends. So tonight, we will go on an adventure. Mm -hmm. And you can even take whoever you want. So just close your eyes. That's right. And follow my voice. Good job. Are you ready? Okay. Now take a deep breath in and out. Good job. Do it again and slowly and out. That's it. You're doing wonderful. I want to see it again. Deep breath in. Ooh, that's nice. And then out. Great job. Now keep breathing. And remember, the goal here is to relax. So I want you to be very comfortable. And keep breathing until your body feels as light as a feather. You know what a feather is, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to feel light enough that you think you're floating. Because what we're going to do is we'll be flying on our adventure. Do you feel yourself floating already? Good job. If not, it's okay. Just keep relaxing. Remember, this is an exercise for your imagination. And your mind is so powerful and so creative that it can take you anywhere you want to go. So I just want you to believe. And I promise we will have an amazing journey. Do you feel relaxed already? Great. Now I want you to imagine your most favorite place. It's the place where you had the most fun. It could be at the playground with your friends. It could be at the beach with your family. How about that time when you first rode an airplane? Were you ever on a boat or on a train? That's good. Remember your most favorite place and your most favorite time. 
What did you see? Was there anything interesting or fun? What about all the colors? Was your favorite color there? What shapes did you see? Good job. Now how about what things felt like while you were there? Do you remember if it was hot or cold? Do you remember if it was cold or hot? What were the things that you did that made your time there very happy and very memorable? Maybe you went camping. Or maybe you were laughing so much that your tummy started hurting and tears started coming out of your eyes. Imagine yourself going back to that place. Imagine seeing the shapes and colors that surrounded you the first time you were there. Imagine the same sounds filling your ears. Were there waves crashing? Did you hear the birds? Keep breathing very gently. While you're there, I want you to feel free to roam around and play. Just as you did when you were first there. What's great about our imagination is that every time we want to go back to this special place, we can. We just have to close our eyes, relax, and focus so we can allow our minds to take us wherever we want to go. Now, as you play around in your little space, as you play around in your little happy space, I'll be reading you a few pages off of Dr. Seuss's One Fish, Two Fish. Redfish, bluefish. And maybe, just maybe, if you think long and hard enough about your favorite memory, you can go back there while you're dreaming. Here we go. From near to far, from here to there, Funny things are everywhere. These yellow pets are called the Zeds. They have one hair upon their heads. Their hair grows fast, so fast, they say. They need a haircut every day. Who am I? My name is Ish. On my hand, I have a dish. I have this dish to help me wish. 
When I wish to make a wish, I wave my hand with a big swish swish. Then I say, I wish for fish. And I get fish right on my dish. So, if you wish to make a wish, you may swish for fish with my ish wish dish. At our house, we play out back. We play a game called Ring the Gack. Would you like to play this game? Come down. We have the only gack in town. Look what we found in the park in the dark. We will take him home. We will call him Clark. He will live at our house. He will grow and grow. Will our mother like this? We don't know. And now, good night. It's time to sleep. So we will sleep with our pet Zeep. Today is gone. Today was fun. Tomorrow is another one. Every day from here to there. Funny things are everywhere. I wanted to tell you about this movie that I watched when I was younger. I think it was a Hallmark movie or something. And it was a movie about Helen Keller and Anne Sullivan. If you are unaware of who they are, Helen Keller is an American author well, was an American author. She was born in 1880 and died in 1968. The special thing about Helen Keller was that when she was around 19 months old, an illness destroyed her sight and hearing. So she grew up deaf and blind. For nearly five years, she could not communicate and was cut off from the world until Anne Sullivan arrived from the Perkins Institution for the Blind in Boston. The movie was about how Anne Sullivan taught Helen how to read and write in Braille. And by 16, Helen Keller could speak well enough to go to school and college. Tonight I wanted to read to you an excerpt from Helen's autobiography called The Story of My Life. The most important day I remember in all my life is the one on which my teacher, Anne Mansfield Sullivan, came to me. I am filled with wonder when I consider the immeasurable contrasts between the two lives which it connects. It was the 3rd of March, 1887, three months before I was seven years old. On the afternoon of that eventful day, I stood on the porch, dumb, expectant, 
I guessed vaguely from my mother's signs and from the hurrying to and fro in the house that something unusual was about to happen. So I went to the door and waited on the steps. The afternoon sun penetrated the mass of honeysuckle that covered the porch and fell on my upturned face. My fingers lingered almost unconsciously on the familiar leaves and blossoms, which had just come forth to greet the sweet southern spring. I did not know what the future held of marvel or surprise for me. Anger and bitterness had preyed upon me continually for weeks, and a deep languor had succeeded this passionate struggle. Have you ever been at sea in a dense fog? When it seemed as if a tangible white darkness shut you in, and the great ship, tense and anxious, groped her way toward the shore with plummet and sounding line. And you waited with beating heart for something to happen. I was like that ship before my education began. Only I was without compass or sounding line and had no way of knowing how near the harbor was. Light, give me light was the wordless cry of my soul, and the light of love shone on me in that very hour. I felt approaching footsteps. I stretched out my hand, as I supposed, to my mother. Someone took it, and I was caught up and held close in the arms of her who had come to reveal all things to me, and more than all things else, to love me. The morning after my teacher came, she led me into her room and gave me a doll. The little blind children at the Perkins Institution had sent it, and Laura Bridgman had dressed it. But I did not know this until afterward. When I had played with it a little while, Miss Sullivan slowly spelled into my hand the word D-O-L-L. -L. I was at once interested in this finger play and I tried to imitate it. When I finally succeeded in making the letters correctly, I was flushed with childish pleasure and pride. Running downstairs to my mother, I held up my hand and made the letters for doll. I did not know that I was spelling a word, or even that words existed. It was simply making my fingers go in monkey-like imitation. In the days that followed, I learned to spell in this uncomprehending way a great many words among them pin, hat, cup, and a few verbs like sit, stand, and walk. 
but my teacher had been with me several weeks before I understood that everything has a name. One day while I was playing with my new doll, Miss Sullivan put my big rag doll into my lap also, spelled D-O-L-L, -L, and tried to make me understand that doll applied to both. Earlier in the day, we had a tussle over the words M-U-G and W-A-T-E-R. Miss Sullivan had tried to impress it upon me that M-U-G is mug and that W-A-T-E-R is water. But I persisted in confounding the two. In despair, she had dropped the subject for a time, only to renew it at the first opportunity. I became impatient at her repeated attempts, and, seizing the new doll, I dashed it upon the floor. I was keenly delighted when I felt the fragments of the broken doll at my feet. Neither sorrow nor regret followed my passionate outburst. I had not loved the doll. In the still, dark world in which I lived, there was no strong sentiment or tenderness. I felt my teacher sweep the fragments to one side of the hearth, and I had a sense of satisfaction that the cause of my discomfort was removed. She brought me my hat, and I knew I was going out into the warm sunshine. This thought, if a wordless sensation may be called a thought, made me hop and skip with pleasure. We walked down the path to the well house, attracted by the fragrance of the honeysuckle with which it was covered. Someone was drawing water, and my teacher placed my hand under the spout. As the cool stream gushed over one hand, she spelled into the other the word water, first slowly, then rapidly. I stood still, my whole attention fixed upon the motions of her fingers. Suddenly, I felt a misty consciousness as if of something forgotten, a thrill of returning thought, and somehow the mystery of language was revealed to me. I knew then that W-A-T-E-R meant the wonderful, cool something that was flowing over my hand. That living word awakened my soul, gave it light, hope, joy, set it free. There were barriers still, it is true, but barriers that could in time be swept away. I left the wellhouse eager to learn. Everything had a name and each name gave birth to a new thought. 
As we returned to the house, every object which I touched seemed to quiver with life. That was because I saw everything with a strange new sight that had come to me. On entering the door, I remembered the doll I had broken. I felt my way to the hearth and picked up the pieces. I tried vainly to put them together, and my eyes filled with tears, for I realized what I had done. And for the first time, I felt repentance and sorrow. I learned a great many new words that day. I do not remember what they all were, but I do know that mother, father, sister, teacher were among them. Words that were to make the world blossom for me, like Aaron's rod with flowers. It would have been difficult to find a happier child than I was as I lay in my crib at the close of that eventful day and lived over the joys it had brought me and for the first time longed for a new day to come. Again, thank you for joining us as we look back on 2021. We look forward to seeing you again as we begin next week with new episodes of Sleeping Pill. May tonight bring you wonderful sleep and even more wonderful dreams.